believe that in the 21st century, the topic of periods remains a taboo. My name is Leah, and in this podcast, I interview different people from different walks of life and different stories, and we talk about periods, because it is time to normalize the conversation around our blood. This is I Bleed. There is such a healing power in words. Reading and writing can transform our life. She Dreams When She Bleeds is a poetry book that had this effect on me. When I read it, I had chills going down my spine. I really felt it resonate inside me and within me. It is so beautiful, so inspiring. It is an awe to our cycle, to our blood, to its beauty, to its ugliness, to its power, to its wisdom, to its truth. In this episode, I speak to Nikki Tajiri, the beautiful author of this unique work of art. Already really, like she dreams when she breathes, already is, I just find it so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like it's just, oh, uh, you. you know, it's just beautiful to read. It's the, the visuals. And I was just showing my husband like today and he was like, yeah, and I, I see what you like. It's so I don't know. It really talks to me. It really touches me. And your words really touch me. And that's why I wanted to reach out because I've like, you know, I've read your poetry and I really feel it's, it's just so powerful and so beautiful and so soft at the same time. I don't even know what words to describe that can describe exactly what I felt when I was reading it you know? Oh, so amazing. <laughs> so how did you, how did you, how did you start? Like, if you can tell me, like, how did you start writing a book about, a, po a poetry book about periods? Yeah, so um, I guess I was just kind of exploring the topic. I was thinking that, like, girls are getting their periods younger and younger. So I was thinking, well, there might be, there must be some really nice, stuff out there now since you know girls are getting their periods at like you know sometimes nine years old or um whatever and so I was just kind of like looking for different books and um first the book that came up was the exact same book that I had read about um getting your period when I was like you know 20 years earlier and when I was first getting my period and I was like wow that book that's the only book still <laughs> um and then I was like I should write something but I don't really know very much about this topic so I was like I need to kind of learn learn more because I don't really know what I would write right. and then um I stumbled across a book called Her Blood is Gold by Laura Owen And that is a really interesting book because it kind of takes like history and spirituality and um, self-care and cyclical wisdom and it all wraps up together. So um, I read that book and I was just like, whoa, like this is amazing. I never heard this before that, you know, having your period could be a really amazing thing and kind of a a gateway to um, some further inner knowledge and it can kind of be a really um, like a, a really um, introspective like very 
uh, positive thing. I never heard that message before. And so that kind of blew my mind. And um, yeah, so I just, after that, I just was kind of, um, I was like, that's what I want to write about. I want to write about like a book that kind of conveys that all the things that I was learning that it could be like such a positive experience and it's not always positive because of course it's cyclical so there's ups and downs but um, that's something that I had learned as well like right after that book I read one called wild power I don't know if you've read that one but it's about like the the gifts of the cycle and how there's different parts of your cycle sometimes they can be like inner seasons right and so there's different things that the different gifts in the different seasons of the cycle and so yeah I just kept learning and then I kept just searching for um I guess um searching for periods things online and then seeing how I would react to them so when I would see like all the memes and stuff about periods, I was like, I would like look at them and then I would see like what would come up for myself. And um, did you, and did you write the book like gradually? Was it like, or was it like you sat down and you just wrote everything in one go? I would say like most of it was written within a couple months. And then um, I didn't, I wanted to kind of um, get some of the poems out there before I published it. So there was like a period of like six months where I just wrote a few. Yeah, there was like a period of six months where I probably wrote like six of the poems um, over that time where I was just kind of like letting it marinate, you know. (laughs) Right, right, right. But did you know, did you know that you were going to write poems and not just like a narrative did you did you no, know or... I thought I didn't know that because I'm not like I wasn't really like writing that much poetry I was writing a little bit but I um I would thought it would be like more of a like National Geographic kind of book where I'm like oh like you know look at all these period traditions around the world and I can include a little bit of poetry like maybe more of a magazine kind of thing um but yeah it just kind of started coming and I it was a surprise to me really what transpired (laughs) yeah well it's 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 a beautiful surprise it's a beautiful gift I feel that you gave to the world you know and to young girls mainly like you know Mm -hmm. but like it's it's so you so it was like you didn't know when you started that you were going to write a book you didn't know that this was going to end up being a poetry book it was I didn't a, know, no. a personal uh, journey to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. And the artwork actually, um, first I started with watercolors and I had a whole different set of artwork. Um, that was originally, I was like doing some watercolor splatters and stuff. And I'm like, you know, it's not quite vibrant enough. It doesn't quite look like blood. And then I discovered alcohol inks and that's what the medium was for all the artwork. And I'm like, yeah, that really is um, more reflective because like blood kind of has a luminescent quality. Right. So um, then I discovered alcohol inks and the artwork kind of came together 
over like a month or two. And that was like another surprise for me because I didn't know what the artwork would look like. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the artwork But I, I do like, yeah, I, I really did want to have some artwork and painting in there because I felt like from a reader's standpoint, like I don't like just reading a book of poetry. Like if you look at Rupi Kaur's work, like just her line drawings bring a lot of compliment it's very complementary to the poetry and it makes it a more interesting experience. So um, I was like, I definitely want something visual as well. Like, I mean, the art is beautiful, but it's, it's very simple. Like it's like simple, but yet very poignant. Like, the, I don't know. I just, it's, it really fits the writing. It's like, it, it really, it's a very nice mix between both. Like, it's like they complement each other beautifully, I felt, you know? Yeah, they worked together very well. Yes. And it wasn't something that I had, like, a great vision of before, but um, I just kept saying, okay, what's the next piece I kind of have an idea for, and we'll see. <laughs> and, and, we'll and, see and, when, and when you published it, when you published the book, what was the, what was the reaction that you were expecting, and what reaction did you get? I guess I didn't really know if it would resonate with a lot of people because it's so, such a unique topic, right? I was like, maybe if I publish it, only like, you know, 10 people will read this. And that's fine. Like, you know, you kind of write something for yourself almost, right? Right. Um, and not because you know how many people it's going to reach or because that's, that's all out of your control. So I was like, I, I don't really know. I remember telling my husband, what if only 10 people read this? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did your husband think about reading? What did your husband think when he read the book? What was his reaction? He was like, he was like, this is really cool. He's like, I don't really understand this like too much, but he was like really supportive. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, great job. <laughs> he, he liked the awesome. drawing. He liked the drawings. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what but, reaction uh, did you end up getting because i know i've heard i've i've heard your book mentioned several times by several people like you know a lot of the people that i inf interviewed mentioned your book oh cool so, um well i i would say that overall it's like super positive and like um yeah you get a lot of it was very cool because i got quite a few personal messages where people find me on like Instagram or whatever. And they're like, wow, this was like amazing. And it, I connected to it so much. And thank you so much for writing this and stuff. So um, yeah, overall, super positive. I mean, you get the occasional person who's like, this is weird and gross and I don't like it. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's just like kind of cultural conditioning, like that right. the whole culture is not like really, it's still kind of a taboo topic, right? So, right. Um, yeah, you get occasional people who like, they didn't, they didn't buy the book or anything, but they just run across some of the poetry online and they're like, what, <laughs> what is going on here? And, 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 and what, did, like your objective, was your objective somehow by writing this book was it to change people's perception about period or have like people who menstruate relate to their period differently after reading the, this book you know did you have such an objective yeah. when writing it or did you think about the objective after publishing it 
I mean, I just kind of wanted to elevate the whole topic of menstruation. Um, and I think the way that we really elevate topics culturally is through story and art and um, just personal experience and sharing those like very authentically. So yeah, that was my main goal was just to like elevate the whole topic. And at first I wanted to write something, um, you know, for my daughter, but she doesn't have her period yet. And then it ended up just being like for myself and exploring my own relationship. Um, but wouldn't you say by doing that, like by kind of exploring your relationship and creating a positive relationship, you kind of pave the way for your daughter to have a positive one? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, she'll have to decide what her own relationship is. But I think that um, when you have someone or people around you who have that awareness, they're not going to just unconsciously say negative things that's going to form her worldview, right? right. They're going to be a little bit more mindful about it, about what they say. And um, well, definitely uh, just because of that book, it's going to be like a topic of conversation that's going to be like <laughs> an open topic of conversation around the house. And I'm sure right. she won't be as embarrassed about it as like in a family who where it's never talked about or it's something that it's um like very hush hush so yeah right. I'm sure it'll be it'll benefit her kind of indirectly for sure yeah I mean I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure it will I'm, and I'm sure it's benefiting I, I'm sure a lot of women would benefit from it in a positive way and they could see it just by reading it has a, some kind of a healing power to it Mm -hmm. You know, the words heal you somehow. And because they resonate, because they're real, they're raw, you can, I feel mm -hmm. you can experience some kind of healing by reading the book. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's special like that. It's like a, um, something very deep for sure. And do you feel after writing this book and through this, has this been a journey with between you and your cycle? For sure. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even aware of like the different seasons of the cycle before I started learning about this. I wasn't even aware. Well, first of all, I was on birth control for like over 10 years and that I didn't know this before, but that those pill bleeds aren't really true menstruation. I mean, you're not ovulating and you're not um, getting like a cycle that would, you're not creating your own hormones. So you're basically just turning your whole cycle off. Um, and yeah, so I was educated more than I ever thought <laughs> or needed or probably needed to be on the whole, um, on the whole biology of it. And, um, definitely I, I am much more aware and like, there's been a couple times when I've had a cyst or something, or like, I've been kind of taken out of that cycle, um, where uh and it's been kind of weird for me right to, to be like not know not knowing where I am in the cycle because it's always kind of like a subconscious awareness now of right. where I am in my cycle and what that might mean for socializing or just like um why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling if I'm feeling like I want to retreat like um before you know if you like 
I would always be the kind of plant pe- person who would like make a million plants during like ovulation. Like, oh, I'm so happy to see everyone. And then by the time those plants came around, I'm like, oh, I don't, what's wrong with me? You know, like, right. <laughs> so I was like so excited to see everyone. And now I just like feel like retreating and that's not something. Yeah. So now I'm so aware that it's not something that's wrong or anything, but it's just cyclical. So yeah, it's definitely a subconscious awareness that I have now. But that's great. See, I wish, I wish, I wish we were told that like at a very young age, like I I wish we were taught the wisdom of our cycle at a very young age. It would make our life so much easier. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, I know it's very, it's like, (laughs) something that it seems like it's glaringly obvious after you learn it like yeah like that makes sense like and your hormones are kind of like if you see the graph it's like this right right so it's when you learn about it even if you don't um kind of ascribe any deeper meaning to it just with the biological hormones it makes sense right exactly but we're not even taught that I feel we're just taught that you have your period and sometimes you PMS and if you PMS you probably just have to take the birth control so you would PMS less, you know? Yeah, like. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like Western medicine definitely isn't doing many favors to to this because um, they kind of normalize pain and normalize the birth control pill that it's like the best solution, which I'm seeing that it's probably, probably not. And right. um, yeah, and just there's a lot there's a lot of catching up to do in terms of like um, my friend Jenna, who's like the period guru, is always like pain free periods are your birthright. They're not supposed to hurt. Like exactly, there's a lot of catching up to do in terms of spreading that message. Yes, definitely. And would you would you consider yourself now to be a period adv- like a period positive advocate? Is that like Is that something that would describe what you do somehow? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess I am like, I, I, um, I guess I am in my own way. I mean, I'm not really like out there, like, um, purposely trying to, um, get different messages across, but just the, just sharing my work freely. I mean, most of the poems are like available on Pinterest and um, other platforms. So I, I think I am just by nature of like being willing to share that. And, and from your book, if there was one poem that, I, I know that question was not there, but I just, cause I was thinking which poem talks to you the most which poem of your book is the one that you relate to the most um one of my favorite ones is um I think I use a lot of nature imagery and so one of my favorite ones is the one about like the glacial waterfall and um you have the whole world inside of you I can't quite remember I I don't even have my book here this is I'm not prepared (laughs) uh, I I, I call you off guard though that was not there I should I should have sent that question (laughs) I have it here on my phone but yeah do you want to read it my favorite ones do you want to read it for me 
Our period is the ocean tide that smooths the sand and rises with the moon. It is the heavy rain that swells the rivers and washes away debris. It is a glacial waterfall that flows in the summer and freezes in the winter. Our period is a microcosm of the earth herself. You have a whole world inside of you. That's beautiful. It's funny, it's the one I read to my husband today, that one. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I, I find it That's beautiful. That's so funny. I find so that very beautiful. You have the world, the whole world inside of you. It's, it's so true. <laughs> it's so yeah. beautiful. It really, it really moves me a lot, you know. And wh where can people like get your book? Like, I know it's on Amazon, but can you, can, like, if yeah. people want to get a hold of your book, because I think it's nice to have not just a digital copy, but the actual book. So where can they find the book? Yeah, so unfortunately, it's, um, it's just self published. And so um, there's not a lot of um, flexibility around that. So certain countries, um, I know the paperback only ships to certain countries because it's self published. And so um, I can't tell you exactly which countries those are. But I'm I'm thinking it's like United States, England, Germany, um, Japan, and France or something. And so, yeah, I'm not sure. I guess if you um, email me, I can ship hard copies myself okay. around the world. But um, that's the only way I can think of because I know I'm sending. I'm gonna send one to a bookstore in Switzerland soon. <laughs> Right. But that's the only way I can think of. To, no, because to I bought I bought people. my book through Amazon, but it sends it ships to the U.S. and then I have like okay. this deal where they ship it from the U.S. to my PO box here. Okay. You know, okay. it's like ship ship and shop and ship, like shop and ship kind of oh, deal. Okay, so yeah. that must that might be a good option for people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, but. Was it difficult for you to get published? Is that why you self-published? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, um, I know when you get published, usually now you have to have quite a big platform already um, for publishers to have interest in you. And when I first started writing, I didn't have any, I wasn't sharing it at all. And I didn't have any platform. So um, I reached out to um, one publisher and they were like, dude, you need an agent and <laughs> you need like a platform. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I don't really have time because I'm a, I'm a mom as well. And um, I'm doing a lot of different things. And so I was like, I don't really have time to, to do all these things. So right now anyways, so I was right. like, I'll just self self publish it and um, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think it's, as long as it's published, it's good, you know, <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think poetry is one of those things that is not as popular as of a category um, as like fiction or like other kinds right. of books that that people who are big readers buy. So and, you know um, we found that like people, usually the poets that you read are not alive anymore. So people don't really like to buy their books. They just read their poetry. Right, right. <laughs> no, but you know, I like your book because like, I wouldn't buy myself a poetry book if it was just a poetry book. But I like 
get because it first the visuals that come with it are so beautiful and I really feel it's a nice because it's not just poetry I don't know because of the visuals and because it's like really about periods it's more of a odd to period rather than just poems like a collection of poems you know what I mean yeah it's almost like an art book too yes as well exactly yeah definitely and the last question I have for you Nikki is what are the three words that you could use to describe your period your cycle not just your period your cycle my cycle yeah so I was thinking about this yesterday and um one of the words that I was thinking about was that it's a gift like it's not it's not a curse for sure it's the opposite of that it's a gift um and it's something that we've been given just to um keep us in the rhythms of nature and to um to reflect that cycle like you see cycles out in nature you see it in the night and day you see it in the seasons you see it in the tide and the moon and everywhere and to have that inside of you is such a gift um and then another word that i would use is that it's a gateway so not everyone would want to or thinks of it that way but there is a lot of inner wisdom that you can gather. Um, And, you know, menstruation is just one gateway of many gateways um, to inner wisdom or spirituality or, you know, something greater than yourself. But I would definitely say that it could be a gateway for people if they choose that. Um, And I think a lot of, um, in, I think in Wild Power, they talk about how sometimes if you have like a big problem, you can have a big bleed on it. And when you bleed on it, then sometimes the solution can come to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, believe, I believe that to be true. Yeah. And, um, and I think um, I mentioned this before, but I think that another word for me would be that it's grounding. Because whenever I've found that myself outside of the cycle, or not knowing where I am in the cycle, I feel a little bit ungrounded. So for me, it's grounding to, to have that, um, have that rhythm in my life and um, have that, have that knowledge. So yeah, those are my three words, gift, grounding, and gateway. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'm so happy that we managed to speak and I don't know. Do you think, like, do you think because you're, you, you're a mother that kind of also was somehow of a drive? Do you think that's, cause I sometimes wonder, had I not become a mother, would I have been so passionate about this? Or do you think because I am now a mother and I want to pave that new path for my daughter that I'm so passionate about creating this positive, like narrative around periods for her, you know? Yeah, I mean, I the the realization I came to when I became a mother is that it's the world, like, you know, we can't just keep them in this little enclosed envir- environment. It's the world we really have to change and shift. And it's going to be such a huge job. But that if we want, um, there's just 
that it's just we are not enough. It's the whole world we have to lift up in terms of environment and um, our uh, like, you know, like it's not like, oh, we can just ignore climate change and it'll go away. Like it's everything that we have to change in order to create a better world for our children. And I think a lot of parents are realizing that and a lot of activists are realizing that and um yeah so i think for me that was definitely a catalyst right and it sounds like for you too yeah definitely <laughs> yeah definitely cool well thank you so much nikki for your time for this interview oh. for your book and I really hope a lot of people get to read it because I really feel that just by re reading it can like alter your views or give you some kind of peace, you know? Thank you so much. I'm so happy to talk to you. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and have a great day. It's the morning, right? Yeah. It's the morning. yeah. Have a great Thank you for listening. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe and participate in my first period project or the pad art. All information are on the site i-bleed.com.